talking about the creek, creek talk, talking about the creek, creek talk, talking about the creek, talking about Dawson's Creek. Welcome back to Creek Talk. This is Steven. And I'm Jamie. And this week we are recapping season two, episode 10, High Risk Behavior. They couldn't say risky behavior, right? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. You would think that that's what it would be called. Mm. Yeah. Well, Jamie, what did you think of this episode? I like this episode because I remember what happens next. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> um, um, I don't know. What about you? Uh, I didn't hate it. It was very hard to take notes watching this episode. Just the way it was back and forth with each of, yeah. the, each of the stories. Um, there was a lot of dialogue in this episode. <laughs> yeah, um, they, they spoke fast and they spoke big words. Mm-hmm. Um, completely agree. I mean, I love it because Pacey. <laughs> yeah, I would say he was probably, he was probably the, the MVP of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> I would say. But I would also say this is mostly known as the episode where Jack is nude. Mm-hmm. Joey's painting Jack in the nude. Just drawing him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drawing him. Drawing so, like, so, so, <laughs> so this episode is mostly known as the episode where Joey draws Jack in the nude. And we'll just call it Jack in the nude. Not Jack in the box. <laughs> Jack in the nude. Because he's not in a box. He's hiding yeah. under a pillow. <laughs> so weird it was such a weird episode and I think, <laughs> I, I think I've said this before um I remember back then um my friend at the time was like oh they're doing this whole storyline like Titanic and Joey's gonna um draw Jack in the nude and I was just like what I was like that sounds so dumb <laughs> I was like why are they doing that and they even referenced Titanic in this mm-hmm. episode which I guess for the time because you know, Titanic was probably like still pretty pretty big back at, during this time. Oh, I, what year did that come out? I think Titanic came out in '98, and this was in January 1999. So probably yeah. the prior so, yeah. year. It, um, yeah, it just it probably just came out. So, and Titanic is still, I feel like, big. I love that movie. Three hours, but worth every minute. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember. But I love it. I just I remember when Kate Winslet was laying there naked. I was like, she's naked. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Just, just put your hand up here and tilt down. <laughs> Draw me like one of your French girls. No. <laughs> <laughs> Except I'm Jack and you're Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Roll reversal. I like it. <laughs> Oh, Jamie, I can't wait till we get into the to the dialogue where he's talking about what sex is like. I wrote it all down. (laughs) and I was thinking in my head how I'm going to say it. I think I just put a bunch of question marks. Oh, my God. It was such nonsense. I was like, (laughs) I was like, what? Sex your first time is not like that. No, I said, fuck like an alien from another planet. (laughs) Like then make him feel like this. I saw stars. Yeah. Did you hit your head? Um, yeah, he he he, <laughs> he he didn't really have sex. It was his imagination. It was in, in his head. He doesn't even he doesn't even know what he's talking about. I was like, 
Wow. I was like, the first time I had sex, that is not what happened to me. <laughs> he got so excited talking about it. He got a boner. <laughs> <laughs> oh so gosh. weird. And I don't remember, I don't remember this at all. I don't remember <laughs> it. I don't remember. <laughs> but before we get into the um, excitement that is Jack McPhee and his penis, um, I thought we would do something different because happy new year. This is our very first recording of 2022. Happy Um, new year. It won't be our first episode of the new year, but it's our first recording of the new year. So um, happy new year. I wouldn't even get into what, what we did. We didn't do anything exciting. It was like, we watched Cobra Kai and um, did you? I watched Cobra Kai. (laughs) and justin made like some food and that was it i was like we didn't go anywhere i don't know (laughs) i was um (laughs) yeah i binged season three of cobra kai can't wait for the next one season four or season three was it season four i whatever one just came out i watched it (laughs) whatever the newest season is that's what you watched (laughs) i watched the 20th anniversary harry potter um oh yeah reunion that was on hbo and then now i'm binging harry potter so i've watched one movie every night since sunday (laughs) except for tonight because we're recording um because you know it's awesome i found out that i'm house slytherin i never really took one of those tests and i love harry potter forever but i just never i never did it i just was like i like this one because this color is pretty like i'm wearing um i'm wearing ravenclaw socks right now but, and then I know Steve, Stephen has no idea anything about Harry Potter, but anyways, I'm half nope. Slytherin. <laughs> I was shocked and a little bit betrayed. And then I thought about it and I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. So uh, for those of you Harry Potter fans, you know what I'm saying. Um, and then Terry actually took me to the movies. We went to the movie tavern, had some food and some beer, and we watched a movie. <laughs> Oh wait, do you not remember what you saw? We do. It was it was uh The King's Man. So it's the third Kingsman movie. Oh, I don't I don't even know what that is. Oh, Steven, it is amazing. It is badass. There's a lot of gore and fighting and death and it's awesome. Wait a minute. They're like is, they're I, like I, a branch of um Yeah, I think I know what you're British CIA. About. What what is that? What <laughs> What is 007? Somebody help me out. <laughs> Secret agent? Yeah, but in in the, like England, they call it something else. Like we have CIA and they have oh, fucking hell. I had to explain this to Terry because he had no idea what I was talking about. Now I'm drawing a blank. Um, I'm looking it up right oh, now. Oh, the M6. M6, right? British. It's M6. Oh, M5. What? M6. Okay. MI6. My God, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I've never seen the other ones of these. I've heard of them, though. MI6. I'm sorry. Secret Intelligence Service. It's MI6. I'm losing my mind. Damn it. All right. Anyways, I'll just cut all of that out. So basically. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> I remember the. the They're just one, a secret agency. The Kingsman, the Secret Service. And yeah uh colin firth and taron egerton's in it and samuel l jackson yeah i've i've seen some of it i've never sat and just watched it though oh so i'll have to watch them now because i i think he's so cute taron egerton yeah 
he played Elton John in the in Rocket Man. Did oh, I still have been meaning to see that. Oh yeah, I feel like we talked about that. I think so too. I've been meaning to see it. Um, but yeah, it's it's very good. There's a lot of action. The camera yeah. shots are fantastic, and. I don't know the whole scene if you're talking about the first one where they're in the church and he just fucks shit up <laughs> so, <bad. laughs> I, so yeah that was my weekend <laughs> um well i don't remember what i did this weekend honestly but i figured in, instead of doing like a normal catch-up let's talk about what I hate to say new year's resolution because i never have a new year's resolution i think it's so cliche but what is something that you want to like focus on or change or, you know, something positive for the new year? Because it's been such a shitty past two years and, you know, or year and a half, whatever you want to say. And COVID is on the rise again. And, you know, it's getting very wacky again. <laughs> Everything's getting very wacky. I thought we were getting like normal again. And I even said, I don't think 2022 is going to be any different. <laughs> so, but I still want to make personal changes within myself. And I figured maybe we'd, you know, talk about that. So, okay. and I mean, you want, you want to go first? <laughs> I want to write more. That's something that I want to focus on this year. I do a lot of reading and reviews, but I started a couple stories and I have these ideas and I just need to sit down and just write. It doesn't even have to make sense. I can go through it and do it again, but I just need to push myself through it. Um, I haven't written in months. It's been, it's been, it's been a little crazy between the work and getting stuff up here done and our podcast and everything else. It's, uh, it's been a lot, you know, with the pandemic and you would think that I don't, I don't have anything extra. It's like, I don't, it's not like I have kids or anything that I need to, to stay on top of. It's just myself and Terry here. I just have cats. So um, I just busy. need to push myself more. Yeah. I just read a lot instead when I could be probably writing. I need well, to I try mean, to break that up a little more, I guess. Yeah. Like schedule a time during the week and commit to it. That's, yeah. you know, that's the hardest part is like just sitting down and doing it, you know? Yeah. Yep. It just sucks when you, when you, when you're constantly saying you're going to do something and then you notice you're not doing it and you're like, where did all the time go where I could have been doing it? And once you sit down and commit to it, you start to feel like you're being more productive. So exactly, exactly. And I feel like every time, like I'm in the mood to write, I want to write. I can't cause it's the middle of the day and I'm working. <laughs> like, yeah. well, jot down little notes. Oh, I like little notes. Yeah, I do. I have a notebook that sits up here next to me on my desk in case something pops up and I'll write it down. Um, but anytime I'm like really feeling inspired and I just want to sit it, you know, I want to sit on this side of my desk and work on my computer. Um, I can't. And then when I can, I don't want to look at a computer anymore. So <laughs> oh, I know, I know it's so annoying. Like, cause we do, we sit in front of our, our laptops all day long mm. and, and I go, I'm going to edit for like an hour after work, but I get up. And I go sit in my bed and I'm like, I don't feel like sitting in front of that computer again. But um, yeah, you just have to like do it and commit and then you feel good. Like after you do it, you know? Yeah. Oh, so, I have no doubt. Um, so I like that. I like that. Um, that commitment you're, you you want to put on yourself, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. How about um, you? I think I would like to focus on my mental health and just, 
I always feel like guilty about things when I shouldn't because people are so good at making me feel guilty about things. They know how to like push me to make me feel like, like I should be feeling bad about things. It's usually my family. (laughs) It's usually my family, but I need to start focusing more on like me Mm -hmm. and I really need to get, um, I really want to get a therapist and just talk to somebody. I've been saying it and I have a couple of people like on a list, but I haven't had the courage to call yet and make an appointment. It's just a weird thing that I have. I don't understand what it is. I like, I feel like it's easy for me to like vent about things and get it out and then I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. But I think actually talking to like a professional, it's scary. It kind of scares me a little bit. I don't know, but I need to change things about the way I live to be happier, you know? So I think that would be a good thing to focus on. Do you um, think maybe like a, like a life coaching instead of no, maybe a, I don't need a life no. coach. I know how to live. I just, I need, I just need to get things out from a third party and not like okay. talking to a friend about my fucking dumb problems that I have, but I have like stuff from like my childhood. I need to get out and focus on like why I'm the way I am. Right. And you know, it's just, I don't know. I think we can all be better people. And if you're not evolving, then there's something wrong with you. And I think I've evolved in the past, you know, seven years since I feel like I have, since I started working at this job and just seeing how the crazy life changes that have happened in my life, just, you know, personally, but I don't know. I think it, I, I learned, I'm learning how to handle situations, but I feel like I'm starting to do that thing where you like push it away. And then you, and then I'll be sitting there and I just get so fucking mad. And I'm like, I can't do that. I can't live like that. So, but, um, and I also want to get really fucking hot. <laughs> so, That's um, something to aspire to me too. Uh, so I'm here for that. <laughs> I mean, I, I've, I've been very committed to exercising every day and I took a little hiatus during the holiday because I just wasn't about it. But, um, you know, I started back up this week and, uh, I really felt it <laughs> in my body, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I need to start taking more care of myself and, you know, I want to look good. I want to look, I don't want to, I don't want to be like a fat, flabby, overweight, 40 year old, 41 year old, <laughs> but, um, and I just kind of like that too. I just don't, it's hard to find the drive. Oh, I know, Jamie. I mean, I've, I've told you this before. Like, I mean, I was looking at pictures from uh, a couple years ago, um, Amanda sent me a Snapchat from the uh, last Christmas that we had in the office. And I was pushing her on like a dolly because we were bringing food up. And I saw it and my face was so big. And I could even see like how my body looked. Mm-hmm. And I sent it to Justin and I said, look how big my face was. I said, I was so chunky. Like I, I and you don't notice it until you start noticing how your body's changing from doing the work. Right. I'm not anywhere near where I would like to be because my metabolism has changed so much over the past seven years, but I feel like I can do it. I just have to be more, I have to step it up a little bit more, you know? I get it. So yeah, I just need to commit to bettering myself in that way. And, and I want to make our podcast even bigger than it is. Like, I hope, I hope, you know, people are enjoying it still and, 
you know, I, I want to do more things with it, have more guests on maybe. And, you know, maybe we can do other people's podcasts. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um, but I'm very committed to this. I'm happy that I started this. I'm happy that I, I tell you all the time, Jamie, like I'm editing and I'm fucking sitting there cracking up because I'm like, we are so funny. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if people think we're funny, but I think we're funny. Um, <laughs> but I just want us to be the best we can be and entertain people. And yeah, me too. You know, hopefully like things happen with it. Who knows? It's going to be a good year. We got to put that out there. It's gonna be yeah. A good year. yeah. It'll be a good 2022. Um, pandemic aside (laughs) right all right well with that do you want to get into the episode let's do this all right so we are recapping season two episode 10 high risk behavior aired january 13th 1999 directed by james whitmore jr and written by jenny bix Side note, Jenny Bix wrote for Sex in the City. As soon as I saw her name, I was like, oh, that looks, her name looks so familiar. And I IMD beat her and saw that she did a lot of writing for Sex in the City. Um, so yeah, makes, it makes a lot of sense for this episode because <laughs> it's all sex. All they do is talk about sex. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably should have started counting how many times they said this word. Like, <laughs> how many times did they say, you can make a drinking game out of this. <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh. No. Every time they say the word sex, take a drink. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the last risk taken. They're not going to have sex in my movie. <laughs> That's the obvious choice. <laughs> I know. All right. So we open on Pacey and he's talking to Dawson and he's saying a lot of weird things to him, like proclaiming <laughs> his love to Dawson and Dawson's responding back to him. They're very and serious, mind you. Very serious. Very, very serious. <laughs> and I said, oh, he's doing lines from Dawson's movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so Dawson stops and he goes, wait. And he leans in and it looks like he's going to kiss Pacey. And then he grabs the script and he goes, you missed the line. And Pacey's like, well, you get what you get with me. Get an actor if you, if you want like somebody to read the lines with you. And um, <laughs> he... <laughs> Um, he tells him that he's not exactly comfortable playing the girl. And I was like, really, Pacey? Like, really? I don't know, because he was saying those lines real nice. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. And it was such weird dialogue. It was yeah. Like, well, I didn't write it down. Pacey, Pacey comments on the dialogue, too. And I completely agree with him. He's like, what is all of this? This is a lot of psychobabble insight. Yep. Like, no teenager talks this way. But they do. <laughs> but they do. It's like a wink to us. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, um, there's always psychobabble, especially in this show. Oh, yeah. With and with Dawson Leary and everything in his mind, <laughs> like everything in his mind, he's like, no, no teenager has as much psychobabble insight. <laughs> Nobody knows this no. much about themselves. When I was a teenager, Jamie, I was like, duh, huh? <laughs> what is happening? Like, I didn't know what was going on around me. There are mm-hmm. times when I'm like, I hear things that happened, like when I was a teenager, like like one of my siblings is like, do you remember that time when like I like cut my arm off and like the ambulance was here? I was like, where the was i when that happened i don't remember that <laughs> i was traumatized and i blocked it out this is a coping maybe, mechanism maybe. <laughs> maybe i'm pretty sure that i also have some repressed memories 
oh I'm pretty sure I do too but yeah I go didn't happen I was not this self-aware when I was a teenager oh no nobody nobody knows who they are when they're 15 give me a break um but yeah Pacey also says that Dawson writes in too many syllables yeah Um, I like that he said that so Dawson says aside from that will it make a good movie and he says yeah but you made Joey a little angry even for her and Dawson gets a little um he gets a little defensive and he says it's not about Joey and everybody knows it's about you and Joey so obvious like we haven't even read his script and we already know he's writing about their relationship we knew it in the last episode (laughs) oh my god yeah he fucking told her to her face he was like (laughs) it's a love story guy gets girl guy loses girl guy gets girl back guy and girl never ever have sex but (laughs) because cooties (laughs) oh I thought you said because COVID that too he's very (laughs) self-aware of everything (laughs) self-aware of 25 years in the future (laughs) can't have kids now covid's gonna happen (laughs) i know (laughs) so pacey says right the girl's not joey the guy's not you and you're not dissecting your relationship on the page just like every other narcissistic writer in our history he tells dawson that his script is dark and obtuse and very unlike dawson leary and dawson likes that comment because he's like, no, it's not me. It's I'm a, it's a darker Leary. Darker Dawson Leary. <laughs> you got to give him some dark clothes now to go with his <laughs> dark persona. He's he's emo now. <laughs> we'll give him some eyeliner, some nail polish. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God. My niece Adriana tells me she's emo now. And I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean you're emo? And she's like, I'm emo, Uncle Steven. And I go, yeah, but what does that mean? <laughs> she's like. Emotional. She yeah, that's what I said. I said, so you're like emotional. And she just like, no, I just like to wear black clothes. She wears like heavy eyeliner and stuff now. I'm like, oh, all right, Adriana, you're nine. How how emo are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever. That's um, awesome. <laughs> so funny. She's that's so funny. She reminds me of my sisters <laughs> or like that. Only they're worse than I am. I mean, I I look like a bum all the time, but all of my me and my one sister Galen are like we look well we're just very ourselves not that they're not themselves I don't know how to explain it we are less (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to say this I don't think that sounded too uh, too good either (laughs) we are less than my other sister she's too much we're less (laughs) (laughs) I can't explain it Oh my god, are you okay? <laughs> I'll just cut that out because <laughs> explain it's not worth it. Yeah, we'll move on. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh. <sighs> so Dawson tells Pacey that this is the first thing he's been able to write that's not just plot driven, but it's emotionally driven. And Pacey says, congratulations, you're evolving as an artist. And that's exactly what I just said. If you're not evolving, then what's your problem? (laughs) And Dawson says, it's about time you took some risks. So Pacey has one note. He says, why aren't the characters having sex? He says, you know, I know you and Joey didn't have sex, but this is a movie. You can write it any way you want. Um, He says, you know, take the plunge, Dawson. Just take the plunge. Take the polar plunge. Jump in the ice water. (laughs) 
Raise your balls off. Watch them go inside. See what happens. Yeah, just do it. Just <laughs> Nike it. Nike it off. And uh, Dawson's like, I have. Because so many movies do have it, Nike. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nike it. I really needed these laughs today. Look, they're not even that funny, but they're hilarious. <laughs> that's that's what I said when I like that's what we said in when uh in the last episode I'm editing and and we're like laughing at I don't even fucking know what we're laughing at. And I'm like, <laughs> it's not even funny, and we're just like cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> this is why it takes so long to get through episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to laugh. It's so good to laugh. It is. <laughs> oh, it is. My and, mouth. With, and with the shit that we've been going through lately, it is. I know. I'm just gonna <clears throat> just love it. Just love it. All right. I'm okay. I'm back. I'm good. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Uh, well, that's gonna be hard because everything. <laughs> I know. I'll be better. I'll try. So Dawson says he has take has taken risks because so many movies have teenagers something like rabbits. But the riskier, edgier choice is to have them not have sex. Sounds boring to me, Dawson. What? I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. His logic making no sense to me. Yeah, and it it's hilarious because we're getting this whole thing like foreshadowing about what's gonna happen later in the episode with Pacey and Dawson doing exactly opposite of what they're talking about right now. So no. mm-hmm. you know. Um so Pacey says that only he would take his fear of deflowerment and turn it into risky, edgy behavior. And Dawson says he has no problem being a virgin. And he says, I'm sorry if my confidence and my convictions discombobulate me. He says, I'm sorry if my confidence and my convictions discombobulate you. Pacey says, discombobulate. How many syllables is that? And then Dawson chucks his script at Pacey and we get the opening credits. Pace, I don't pace. Wait. it's five pace it's five it's <laughs> yeah do you remember that when you were a kid how many syllables discombobulate with your fingers now and then yeah, your yeah. other fingers and then your toes supercalifragilisticexpialidocious <laughs> <laughs> I love how it. many is that <laughs> supercalifragilisticexpialidocious uh 14 14 uh, yeah <laughs> like a, like a fucking idiot <laughs> i'm like <laughs> i'm making hands hand, yeah <laughs> jazz fingers right now oh my god jazz hands no yeah <laughs> jazz hands or spirit fingers depends on what you're doing are you on a stage or are you every, like, i'm counting every syllable you're saying right now <laughs> with my fingers <laughs> with my jazz hands <laughs> oh my god so we are at Caveside High and we see Dawson and Jen handing out flyers to every single person on campus. They are going to hold auditions for their movie after school. Yeah. Like, congratulations. So he goes over and asks Jen, how's interest coming? And she says that her intuition as a first-time producer says that they're going to have a huge turnout. Um, and he tells her she's a natural. And she says, don't get your hopes up too high. I'm no Joey. And Dawson reminds Jen that Joey didn't have experience either. When she first started, uh, he tells her he has the utmost confidence in her. And she says, why, thank you, Mr. Writer slash director. She does a really good job handing the flyers out, too. She's like the cool kid. Hey, 
<laughs> we're holding auditions. Come check it out. Hey, you know, like, she's <laughs> so cool about it. You know, she's she got was. her leather jacket on. <laughs> her hair was all spiky done. Like, yeah, she was like real chill. <laughs> Everybody wants to come hang out with Jen. <laughs> I know. I want to be friends with Jen too. I'm starting to really like her after mm-hmm. the past couple episodes. We all want to be friends with Jen Lin Lee. <laughs> really come around to her. It's so funny. Um, so they're talking. They're being all positive with each other. And then they start to disagree on who they should cast as a leading man. So Jen likes this one guy who's like, you know, he's like. He's the bad boy. She said it was like sexy versus nice. Dawson picks yeah, out yeah. the nice kid. He was actually kind of cute um jen picks out this other guy who's like tall and dark hair and got this weird facial thing going on with his hair (laughs) i was not impressed like i'm all for the sexy brooding mysterious you know uh dark bad boy guy but that was not him (laughs) yeah yeah dawson calls him a sewer rat um yeah Uh, dawson's dawson's accurate (laughs) it's that face (laughs) that facial hair thing he had going on i don't I honestly don't remember what he looked like. I know he wasn't cute. No. The first kid was, though, that Dawson. The first kid was cute. Yeah, he was like a cuter version of Dawson. Sorry. Not sorry. (laughs) Because he was blonde. He had like the same kind of hair. He was like popular Dawson, not like small town Dawson, I guess. I don't don't know if that even makes any (laughs) sense. But... (laughs) I don't think it did. <laughs> no, but like when, whatever Jen was pointing out, I, I know where she's going with it, but she just literally pointed to the guy who had like this leather jacket thing and he was tall and he had dark hair and like this weird goatee thing. I don't know. Like if you can't grow it, don't try. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a shower, not a grower. <laughs> <laughs> be a grower so because you so you saying that doesn't it sound like dawson was picking out somebody that was sort of like him yes as soon as i saw that and i saw who he pointed to that's what popped in my head oh it's a dawson lookalike yeah and jen said he has the sex appeal of a bucket <laughs> so that was funny it was funny but i definitely don't agree with her she apparently just i don't know I wasn't impressed with her taste. Very good taste in men. No. I'm noticing. Um, But she tells him, sexy will always win out over nice. Everyone cast Tom Hanks. Try and make the less obvious choice. Um, So we see... She thought Tom Hanks is sexy? No, I... No, she's saying that don't cast Oh, because Tom Tom Hanks Hanks is the nice guy. Yeah. She's trying to say to break that mold. I can agree with that. But they gotta pull it off. (laughs) I know. I've never watched a movie where Tom Hanks was like playing the sexy guy. Me either. I'm like, what? In what movie? In what world? What? What hidden gem does she know? Or, sorry, Tom Hanks, if you're listening, we love you. But he's obviously a great actor. I just never seen him in anything where I where I was like, God damn, look at Tom Hanks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Never>. Exactly. <laughs> it's weird. Um, he was in Castaway, right? Yes. <laughs> Talk about so, down here all the time too. Fun fact. <laughs> You're like, Every time what? I have tooth pain, I think of him in that ice skate in the cave. 
Yeah. Didn't you say this to me today? <laughs> Earlier. I'm like, you know that movie Castaway? I, f- I feel like I feel like that character with the ice skate in the cave with the pain. It just wants to I, I feel that pain, man. I feel that pain. I can't wait till you go to the dentist. <laughs> to take me care. too. I, Listen, I, I, like I can't even wait to go to the dentist. I'm really excited about it. Who the fuck is excited about going to the dentist? Jamie. <laughs> you know what's so Jamie. funny? I like I don't mind going to the dentist. I actually like I like when they're like scraping your teeth and they're cleaning it and then they like because they have to like count or I don't I never knew that she was doing this but I asked her I said what are you what are you doing when you're like because it feels like they're like pressing on your gums with something right. and she said it's a le- it's a level or something and they put it down in your gum to see how low it goes to see if your gums are bad or not so I was like I like it's weird, Jamie, but I like I like that feeling. It's it's bizarre. Not that weird. I, I was like, I don't too. mind it. I like it. It it like yeah. it's like a, a weird feeling. But when she explained it to me, and then I thought about it, I was like, oh well, that's weird. <laughs> like you're literally in my gum. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but no, uh, it's a weird sensation that I don't mind. <laughs> I really I don't mind the dentist either. Um, my my current dentist is actually they're pretty awesome. There's like tvs on the ceiling which i've never seen before apparently it's not that uncommon these days but i've never been to a dentist with the tv on the ceiling not that i can see it anyways because i wear glasses so when i'm laying back in the chair my glass come off and they put these sunglasses on me so i'm not blinded by the light but i can't see the tv it's blurry moving pictures so that's but it's cool like yeah it's a nice time. I really, I don't mind the dentist. It's like almost nap time for me. I get to lay back in these comfy padded chairs while these people are in my mouth, but I can just take a nap. And the only yeah. thing I need to know is, you know, and you can kind of tell when they want you to close your mouth so they can suck out all the water or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, it's good when you have a good, when you form a good, re- it sounds weird to say this, but it's, it's nice when, when you, you form, form a relationship. A good, it's, yeah. yeah. It's all about trust, I think, in, in that kind of way. And, I have a really uh, good relationship with the um, the hygienist that does my mouth, and um, she's like always excited to see me, and we have like nice conversation. She and I'm like, whatever, do what you got to do. But yeah, like I lay back and I just I literally get so tired, I fall asleep. Mm-hmm. But the last time I went, which was a couple weeks ago, it was the first time I went since the pandemic started because I was supposed to go like right around that time, but they canceled my appointment. Um, so going back this time, I got a little anxiety. Like, I don't know what it was. I, I remember sitting there, like, I was like clenching, um, but she wasn't even doing anything. She just said like, because I haven't been there in a while, like um, she can notice that, you know, gunk on my teeth, whatever, yeah. gunk, whatever. Calcium. I mean, but the, the point is dentists are awesome and everybody go to your dentist. You have to dentists are your you teeth. You need your mouth. Different. You need your yeah. teeth. You need your gums. You need all that. Can you imagine not having that? Let's think about this for a second. How are you going to eat? <laughs> You're just going to mash it all together like mushy bananas and eat it like pudding? Come on, guys. <laughs> a oral hygiene PSA from Jamie. <laughs> Jamie goes back to the dentist after like 37 years and she's like, go to the <laughs> dentist, everybody. They're amazing. <laughs> 37 years. Wow. It's been longer than I've been alive. <laughs> it's, it's impressive. You, they count your teeth on top of your age. That's why. 
don't skip a year, guys. Okay, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know life is hard. I know it's we got a pandemic. Okay, I know that. I know if you're anything like me, you've moved and you don't live anywhere near where you used to live, so all of your normal stuff's gone. <laughs> yeah, I Just totally. I totally understand. Like when I found this dentist, it was a while before I went and mm-hmm. I was so happy that I found her. Me too. And now I'm on a regular schedule with it, with going and everything. Now I just have to find a regular doctor because I don't really like my last doctor. I feel like I've talked about this on here before. It's so weird. We always come back to our dentist. <laughs> <laughs> they always come back. They always come Anyways. <laughs> so back to back to Dawson's Creek. Um, we see Pacey and he is, he struts over to Andy and he hands her the results of his HIV tests. And, uh, she can't believe he got one. He says, you told me to get it. And she's like, but you argue with me. And he says, just because he argues with her doesn't mean he doesn't look, doesn't mean he, what am I fucking saying? (laughs) He tells her just because he argues with her doesn't mean he doesn't listen. And uh, he tells her that he's negative. I was like, well, I hope so. Like, he hasn't been fucking anybody since Miss Jacobs. And that was like, how many months before this? Yeah. Um, so she tells him that just because he got tested doesn't mean they're going to bang. And I was like, she can't even say the word sex. Yeah, I was I was thinking that the entire time because she increasingly gets fr- like flustered. Yeah. In this scene. And I feel like sometimes Pacey was kind of pushing her because he thinks I think he thinks it's cute when she gets all riled up and flustered. Oh, yeah. Oh, so she says that they haven't exactly been physical and she's not opposed to being intimate, but she wants him to know everything's got its own perfect place and time. And I say that all the time, too. Mm-hmm. I always say that, too. Sex always has its most perfect place and time, like your kitchen counter or, you know, the parking lot of a church or... <laughs> Um, Blasphemy. The radiator in front of your window so your neighbors can see. <laughs> Just make sure it's not burning hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't burn your butt cheeks, guys. <laughs> um, Pacey says he didn't get tested just so he can scrump her. He got tested for him, and he tells her he didn't. Ne- he doesn't necessarily want to jump in the sack with her either. I was like, wow, wow. <laughs> that was mean. Um, so she's kind of like like taken aback she's she's like oh okay and she asks him if he's still attracted to her and i was like jesus christ andy he's only joking she immediately went to so you're not attracted to me pacey (laughs) you don't want to have sex with me pacey (laughs) you don't want my body (laughs) (laughs) my body pacey (laughs) And he's like, of course I do, Andy. Of course I do. Um, so she actually asks him if he wants to have sex with her. What are my, what the fuck are these notes? Um, they, they're going back and forth about like, you know, is he attracted to her? Does he want to have sex with her? She's like confused because of what he said. I'm confused on the word scrump. I've never heard that word used to uh pertain to sex ever in my life and we'll never hear it again (laughs) Uh, all i think of when i hear that was scrimps it's the only that's the word that came to scrimps scrump makes me think of scrumptious and that makes me think of food (laughs) oh yeah that makes sense (laughs) i didn't think of that that was so scrump i want another one (laughs) don't ever use that like that (laughs) 
I'm gonna put it in my next book. Stupid. <laughs> It'll be oh my god! Only for you, Creek talkers. You'll be like, I know what that means. <laughs> Jamie, this Red Bull is so scrub. I need to get another one. <laughs> I'm gonna use it all the time now. <laughs> such a dumb word i'm gonna make it into a thing okay yeah it'll be our it'll be our thing on this podcast um so pacey pacey finally says i'd like to scrump with you any day of the week <laughs> and if some if somebody said that to me i'd be like we're done <laughs> i'm not scrumping with you i don't know what that means um just be fucking normal okay <laughs> like I'm not into like cutesy talk. I think it's weird. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> just be an adult and say, I'll fuck you any day of the week. That's pretty sexy. Okay. Um, but yeah, they use the word bang a lot. They're using like, do it. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> just call it what it is. It puts the hot dog in the bun. You can't even say it. Just put put the dick in the vagina. Okay. Put the P in the V. Yeah. There you go. There we go. We're rated X. <laughs> <laughs> if you have children listening, they should hear this anyway. So. Eventually, no. Just not today. <laughs> Where do babies come from, Mom? Uh, well, uh, we're going to lose listeners now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So he tells her they've got all the time in the world. And apparently so do we, because we can't stop talking about them. (laughs) So, (laughs) so she agrees and she says it, but she's, she agrees. But she says, if it happened to be the right time and place, then would he want to do it? And he says, oh, hell yes. And I think they kiss. I don't remember. They're always kissing each other. Yeah. Um, so now we're with Joey and she's drawing because she's the art, the artiste that she is. Um, Dawson walks over and says he sees she's moved on from fruit bowls. And um, she says they're they're drawing life sketching or they're doing life live sketching wait she says they're drawing life sketching nude models whatever she's drawing nude models and they're supposed to see the human form as a mass of lines and shadows and he's really curt with her and and he's like really and she tells him she's working on it because i guess he looked at her picture and and said joey you dropped me because of this you want to be an artist and that's what you drew? See, okay. I, didn't, I didn't see it like that. I, I just saw it as him being like real surprised. And um, I think he was a little jealous. She was looking at naked men. Oh, maybe. I didn't, I didn't think of it that way. But yeah, <laughs> maybe. Maybe he is. Uh, he's he's like, jealous. you've never even seen my penis. <laughs> uh, that's, what I, that's what I mean. He's like, aren't you like, because the entire time you question her, it's like you, you, you're sitting in there with a naked guy and you don't feel weird at all that's that you're completely comfortable with that and like he was kind of probing her and stuff like he's just he's in shock that she'd even do it because it's outside of like Joey's little joey hair. potter that's all they right. say this episode he he like you know what i mean it's it's outside of how he knows her and i think he might have also been a little bit jealous yeah well he 
they get into um he asks he asks her what you just said about is she uncomfortable having a naked man completely in the buff standing right in front of her and she tells him no and he asks her if the model talks and she goes oh yeah he sings tells jokes does a little soft shoe no he doesn't talk dawson he sits there and models and dawson says and little joey potter doesn't blush and she says no not even a little and she goes okay i've broken 12 pencils already (laughs) and uh she tells him he'd be surprised because she's changing she's not little joey potter anymore. we should have a drinking game with that fucking little joey potter they said it through this whole episode um and he says no you're certainly not little joey potter so she just stares at him she's kind of uncomfortable i feel like there's a lot of these moments lately after they broke up where he says something to her and the look she gives him it's like she wants to either stab him or she's like just thinking about something really deeply and i'm like i don't get it she's she like does she hate him is she like is she like did i really date this guy (laughs) i i wonder if she just because they broke it off and he keeps making comments she's just kind of like i'm just trying to be your friend right now and you're pushing an issue that she's not ready to address does that make sense it makes sense because, but he even said in the last episode, he's not going to do that to her anymore, but he clearly is. Mm. In his own way, even when he's not obviously doing it, he's doing it. Yep. Because that's just what, what people do. <laughs> they got something to say, but can't say it. They find a way to have that, what is it? Subtext. <laughs> no, it's just being fucking passive aggressive. That's what it is. Well, I was thinking of um, that episode with pacey and miss jacobs oh yeah they were they don't they don't do anything but like have that subtext like their words with like when they're saying something they mean something else or whatever or when they don't say anything but they mean i know what you're talking about yeah there's a name what they called it it's called yeah maybe it's not subtext no that's what that that's what that whole episode was about subtext yeah so joey notices that jen's handing out the flyers to chris wolf And she points out that Jen is his new producer. And he says, well, yeah, you were kind of busy drawing naked men and hanging out with Jack McPhee to be my producer. So yeah, I had to go to Jen. She's the next best thing. She's the only other female I know that could actually do this with me. So yeah, I chose Jen Lindley. Sorry, Joey, little Joey Potter. He chose the one friend that doesn't have a significant other right now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Jen can have any significant other. Right, but she wasn't actively seeking anybody, right? So, yeah, she's that's true. Pacey won't have time. He's too busy with Andy. So nobody can be Dawson's producer if they have a, a significant other. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, better he just needs to get more friends because otherwise, that's all he has. Like, he's got Jen, Pacey, not Al, and Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> looking for a producer for a movie Need and then he gets friends. all these like young guys no him. Partners. <laughs> what kind of movie is this is this for Must my, be my single. <laughs> will i have to be naked <laughs> he's like what are you talking about <laughs> um so she kind of shakes her head and she goes back to drawing and she's like you know what what's your movie about and he says it's about a young boy who comes of age in a small town and she's like good luck and he and he leaves so um the next scene is chris and abby 
And he asks her if she's auditioning. And she says, for Dawson Leary's lame home video project, doubtful. And he tells her he's thinking about it. And he says, Dawson has financing. He thinks it might get some Hollywood type exposure. And she says, yeah, right. Are you having delusions of Brad Pittitis? <laughs> I had to like say it so many times because I couldn't say it. Brad Pittitis. Maybe, maybe this is how he got his, his like Roswell introduction, right? He did Dawson's movie. <laughs> yeah. He got the publicity, you know? <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> Cut well, it clearly, out. Clearly he got Roswell because he had a contract with the WB and he yeah. started on Dawson's Creek. And then they were like, we got to give this guy his own show. Let's give him the alien show that we're going to try to cancel after the first season. Get him they off our back. Seasons. I know, but that show was always struggling. It did. Yeah. yeah. I love um, it though. All the stuff that I like, they they cancel. <laughs> I know. <laughs> there was a show that was on Fox called Reunion. And I want to say it was in like 2005. I don't remember. But it was set in the 80s and then current time. And it was about a group of friends. And one of the friends died. It was like, They were like murdered or something. And like one of the friends did it. So it was like a sort of like murder mystery drama but they would go back in um to the 80s where they would like do their backstory and stuff and then they would go to current time where they would like still meet up and like some of them didn't talk to each other it got canceled and i used to watch it every week and it didn't i don't even think that many episodes aired but i got so into that show and then fox canceled it and i never got to figure out who died or um who killed whoever the character was that's annoying i wonder if it's on youtube i'll have to find it like, I get it if you're going to have to cancel something early because maybe you don't have enough funding. Most of the time, I feel like they figure that out, though, before they get to the end of the season. So then yeah. they can make adjustments to try to wrap it up for those and get closer to their actual, like, people that are watching. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, don't, don't be that, that person. Network TV d- does that a lot, though, with TV shows. Like, there were so many and shows I used to love. Companies um, like Netflix saves the day. Yeah. Hashtag Lucifer. <laughs> I know. I, I saw that on my on on my queue and I was like, I should start watching this. So good. There was another show on the WB that Kevin Williamson created called Glory Days. And it starred Eddie Cahill, who played Tag and Friends, uh, Rachel's boyfriend when she worked at Bloomingdale's or whatever. I don't remember where she worked. Ralph Lauren. And poppy montgomery and um what's the girl's name she's in the emily something let me find her name so me and aubrey used to watch this show every week i love this show we would like have marathons up all night and just watch them in my room (laughs) fucking losers emily van camp so it was like a small town he was a writer And he goes back to a small town and all these weird things start happening. And he uses it for like his books, for like writing his books. Um, The author of a tell all book gets writer's block and decides to return home for inspiration only to find that town locals aren't too happy with his last book. And I believe the town that he goes back to is called glory. Um, 
but yeah, it was created by Kevin Williamson, written by Kevin Williamson, and um, had all these like up and coming stars. And I really, really got into it. And I, I have them still on VHS, but they canceled it. And I was like, how did they cancel this show? It was so good because every week they had like their drama with the characters and stuff, mm-hmm. like their interwoven drama. But they also had these like side stories or standalone stories that every week something new could happen. Um, so it, like every week it could be totally different, but it got canceled. I was so mad. I love that show. Anyway, <laughs> we should do glory days next. <laughs> Monday, Monday, happy days. That's what I think of when you say glory days. I think of the Bruce Springsteen song. Glory days. <laughs> glory days. Glory days. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> That's what I think. Of. <laughs> uh, true. I forgot about that song. <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, Chris and Abby are talking about auditioning. He wants her to audition with him. And um, he thinks he'd make a good actor. He says, actors get it, actors get action. And he foresees a nonstop party. He thinks that they have serious chemistry. And she tells him to salivate elsewhere. She couldn't be less interested. Um, so she leaves. And then we see Jack creep up behind Joey. This is what I'm talking about with this episode. I feel like I'm so discombobulated even reviewing this right now because the way that they did this, it jumps so quickly from one yeah. story to another. And the when I was trying, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. it's it's there's it's just so fast. And when I was trying to take notes for it, I was like, oh my god, what the fuck did they just say? I like I couldn't, I couldn't like keep track of it. It took me so long to, to watch it. Yeah, it was um, definitely a lot of bouncing back and forth on this one. Yeah, it was like all over. So yeah, Jack creeps up behind Joey and he sees her drawing. She's still sitting at that table drawing and he's like, wow, that's a really hot picture of a hot naked guy. And she's like, you think so? Thanks. Really? And he's like, yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, <laughs> he says, good use of light and dark. It's very dramatic. Shading is excellent. She's like, really? And he says, her lines are strong. Everything seems to be in proportion, meaning his penis. And uh, he goes to compliment her again. And then he knocks over his ginormous glass of chocolate milk that he has with a straw. I was like, where did he get this glass of chocolate milk? Everybody else has things in containers. Like how it was so weird. He like, did he bring it from from home? Like, I didn't get it. He starts to like try to wipe it up and he makes it worse. And she's like devastated now. So she's like, thanks a lot, Jack. I got to fucking do this over now. And she like leaves and he feels bad, obviously, because he's Jack. Because he's always doing something dumb and then he feels bad. But yeah, she's like over it. She's like, thanks a lot. Um, She's like, where am I going to find the time to draw another half naked guy? I like I can't do this again. Where am I gonna get another half naked guy? <laughs> <laughs> I know he's not gonna want Panani. <laughs> <laughs> he's not gonna want Scrump. <laughs> <laughs> um. So now we are at Dawson's movie auditions after school. It's Dawson and Jen, and we just see like a weird montage of all these different day players giving their line readings, and some of them are terrible. Some girls just not nonstop laughing, which you could have done that part really well. 
there's a guy who's just coughing. Um, there's like a cheerleader and a, and a football player and they're just totally terrible. Um, that's pretty much that scene. (laughs) That's all it was. I wrote Dawson and Jen look exhausted. (laughs) This can be off the side, right? Uh, I said Punani and I try to look it up to see if that's actually a thing. Mm -hmm. And I found a place. I don't think it's an actual thing. So. Oh, wait, Punani. No, that's what people call it. Really? How do you? I was trying to look it up, but I don't know how to spell it. Punani. It doesn't matter. We we can just make it up ourselves. It's a new word, guys. New word. Yeah. Punani. Yeah. You trying to get some of that punani? Um, all right. So Jack goes up to Joey at her locker and he apologizes again and he asks if she if she can save her drawing. She pulls it out of her locker and it's just a total mess. And he says, you know, can he do anything? And she's like, there's nothing that he can do. It's due Thursday. She's already worried because she's the youngest and least experienced in the class. And now she's going to show up with an incomplete assignment. Little Joey Potter, what's she going to do? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) He asks her if she can redraw it. And she says, it's a nude man. I can't just draw it from memory. There's a lot that went into this drawing. Uh, I just can't recreate it. And he tells her if she wants, he'll pose for her. She's like... Uh, no thanks. I'd rather just fail the class. And she finally gives in by saying the male form is just the like she she gives it like a second thought. She's like, well, the male form is just the male form. Mm-hmm. And he asks her if she's afraid it might get sexual. And I and I'd be like, all right, we're not doing this now. You just made it really weird. <laughs> like I don't want to do this. And she says, believe it or not, not every moment with you is sexually charged. And he's like offended. And then he says, I wrote, ouch, Joey, ouch. <laughs> I know. <laughs> ouch. <laughs> he says, fine, it's settled. I'll be, I'll be by your house tomorrow by seven. And he like leaves really quick. He like, he looks like super uncomfortable and he's walking away. Do you notice that? He kind of like yeah. pulls in on himself. He crosses his arms, hunches his shoulders. And he's just kind of like, fuck what did i just do exactly and she sort of does the same thing because you yeah. see her make a face like did i really just agree to this i'm gonna see his penis <laughs> and i'm not even gonna touch it <laughs> um i literally wrote that what you just said what did i just get myself into so oh here's my favorite part of the of the episode so we're we're at Capeside pharmacy which i believe is tom's drugs which was a drugstore downtown Wilmington which they did a lot of scenes in too um and I have pictures of it so I think that's where they were actually filming um Andy's there picking up her prescription and we hear the pharmacist tell her you know like how many to take or whatever and she's like I'm familiar with the drug thanks she turns around and we see Pacey just out of nowhere and he comes up behind her and hugs her he literally takes her prescription bag takes it out of her hand and takes out the prescription and is like, uh, you're prescribed Xanax. Isn't that for severe depression and anxiety? Kind of like Prozac. And she's like, yeah, um, it's for my mom. See, Andrea, we have the same name. Uh, you know, I'm very uh, sensitive about this kind of stuff. And he's like, yeah, I'm an idiot. I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I would have been like, you're a fucking asshole. Who just takes yeah. medicine out of their hand like that? Yeah, that's like none of his business. I was um, I was a little surprised. I don't know what he was hoping was in the bag. Birth control, maybe. But yeah. <laughs> like, there had been no reason for you to just take that out of my hand and just go nosing through my own personal shit. You know what's so funny now? <laughs> like, 
I mean, I think it would be like totally normal now if if he was like, oh, it's your Xanax. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Can I have one? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm very anxious right now, so I could use one. Um, yeah, you, I, you have Xanax. Maybe I should go talk to my doctor. <laughs> yeah, right. I think it's that. just very normal now. Like everybody's on fucking Xanax. <clears throat> and if they're not, they probably should be. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> We're well, all a little fucked up anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I was just sort of like, what a douchebag. Like, who just dude does that? So they turn around and they suddenly realize, well, Andy realizes that they're in the condom section. Mm-hmm. And Pacey says, he acts surprised. And he says, maybe it's a sign from the love gods. And Andy tells him, no, that's just you. And he says he's engaging in a little innuendo until it turns into something more tangible. She says she's all for exploring the physical side of Pacey Witter. She's just not entirely prepared yet. And he takes a pack off the wall and hands it to her and says, be prepared. And she straight up says, like, should we get some? And he's sort of like surprised. And I was like, why is he surprised? He literally it- handed her a pack of condoms and was like, be prepared. Yeah. What? A- what? I was, was such a weird scene. Yeah. Because to me, I'd be like, okay, being prepared means to take some condoms and buy them, right? Like, I just. Uh, and they're yeah. having an open conversation about being sexually active with each other. So, the <laughs> smart thing to do would be to get a take pack and be prepared. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why he's so surprised. She was very level headed about it. No, you, you're, right. Not, you're right. We probably should get these. <laughs> right. He's like, really? Okay. Um, so she says that they should get some just in case. And he's like, oh, you're, you're, you're serious. Like he's really happy now. And then we cut to another weird scene. Like it just cuts back and forth, back and forth. You know what I wanted to ask you? Do you, did you ever have to buy condoms or do you remember being with like a boyfriend that had to buy condoms? Mm, no. <laughs> did I ever have to buy them? I don't think so. Mm-mm. No, I didn't have to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't remember the first time I ever bought them. I really don't remember the first time, but I remember one time I went in, uh, I was dating this girl at the time and, um, we had like been drinking and I went into like a Rite Aid or something and I got all this stuff (laughs) and like a pack of condoms and it was this like older lady at the register and she picked those box of condoms up like they were fucking used and I said, give me a break. And I said, I don't want any of this other stuff. And I just got the condoms. I was just like, what an idiot. I was like, they're not, they're in a box. Yeah, I was like, I was, they're not going to get you. Because <laughs> no, I, I was feeling so self-conscious uh, about buying them. And then she made such a big fucking deal about it. It bothered me. I was like, whatever. But yeah, that's the only time I really remember buying them. But I was always buying them. <laughs> I just don't remember all the times. <laughs> I was, I was buying them. They had to have been getting used. <laughs> <laughs> oh I just don't remember using them. <laughs> oh my god. That's not good. <laughs> no. So we're now at the um auditions. Chris and Abby are on the stage. Oh, right, right, right. So yeah, we cut to Chris and Abby auditioning and they she- nailed it. She well, she says she wants to audition with someone else, and then we cut and we see it's Chris standing next to her. And Chris stops and asks Dawson why the characters never do it. And Dawson's sort of annoyed. He says everybody's asking him this question. I know. (laughs) He says they have all the foreplay, but never actually have sex. 
And he says, the character believes that sometimes true love goes beyond that, which is merely physical. And Chris says he doesn't get it. And Abby agrees. And she says, yeah, Dawson, maybe you should rethink that part. It's a little heady. And Jen stops them both. And she's like, maybe we should just keep moving along with the scene. Mm -hmm. Um, They give a really good performance until Chris kisses Abby. And she pushes him off and she calls him a lughead, lug-necked freak, I think. And <laughs> she runs off stage and we see Chris take a very comedic, very overdramatic bow. <laughs> and he's like, uh, should we continue? And Jen's like, that's all. I thought that part was really funny when he bowed in front of them. Like he gave the performance of a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I read that too. Uh, they nailed it. And then Chris was a perf. <laughs> yeah. That was your tongue and my mouth. <laughs> He's like, it's acting. Um, so the, now we're the back. The kiss was in the scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the kiss was in the scene. It's foreplay. Don't you want to scrump? <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're back with uh, Andy and Pacey leaving the drugstore. And uh, she tells them that she put Lots of fantasy thought into this. She wants her first time to be special. She wants a French restaurant, a walk by the docks, and a bed and breakfast with Sinatra. And he jokes with her about scheduling in bathroom breaks or if he'd have to hold it in all night. And uh, she says, I'm sorry, Pinksy, but deciding to lose my virginity is a huge deal. I haven't been holding onto it for 16 years just to lose it in one drunk fleeting moment in some swanky seat of a late model American car. And he says, is somebody leaking all of my best lovemaking secrets? And she says she's going to remember this for the rest of her life. <laughs> is she? Good for her. <laughs> I swear I'm sober. <laughs> Just block that shit right out. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Maybe he's listening to us. <laughs> I doubt it. Um, And she says, if they put a little planning into it to ensure it's worth remembering, it would be really nice. And I was just like, is she like joking? Like, nobody, that's not how you have sex. Like, you don't plan to have sex like that. I mean, you can try. Every girl wants that romantic, you know, candle lit mood setting music in the background. But the bottom line is, it's usually never planned. Yep. Because it happens in the heat of the moment. And it just planning, it just makes it worse. It makes you anxious. It makes you overthink. It's, I'm not saying go do it in the back of, you know, the Dodge. But, <laughs> but I'm just, I feel like for their age, this was like a normal want for a teenage girl. Yeah, I guess you're right about that. And then you then you learn and then you know better. <laughs> yeah, it's very and naive. Then you, and then you grow up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then you grow up and realize that you can just get drunk at a bar and just have a one night stand if you want. Because you're a fucking adult and you can do whatever you want. And you know what I want? I want Chris Hemsworth to just show up in my bedroom one night. That's a fantasy. Just like Andy's fantasy about her losing her fucking virginity at 16. Ugh. Mm. Poor Pacey. Um. <laughs> Poor Pacey for Andy having some standards for now. 
I can only, I mean, I, I believe they do have sex at some point, but um, yeah, God, I feel, I feel bad for like how, like, could you imagine if they're real people and how it like goes down literally? (laughs) (laughs) They're not real people. They're puppets. She's like, no, Paisley, Paisley, that's not how I wanted to do. I wanted to start off by doing doggy and then I wanted to do missionary. And then I wanted you to (laughs) do this. I feel like missionary would be first. It's (laughs) It's. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just. Or maybe just, cowgirl. Like, She'd have all the control. <laughs> but let me just say, the most of the time, the first time, because it's painful for a second, we don't want to be in control. Because as soon as we feel that pain, we're like, nope, can't move. I'm frozen. You got to do it. <laughs> so wait, how painful is it? it? Feels like a like a. I don't know, like a sharp burning sensation for a minute. Really? Yeah. Is that bad? No. Holy shit. You literally pop your hymen. Because like you hear <laughs> no, because like I'm being serious. Cause you hear that all the time, right? But I'm not a female. I don't know what it's like. So I never really understood like how painful that feeling it is. It doesn't last. It doesn't last. And every every person is different, I'm sure, but it was like a it was like a sharp burning sensation i guess because it's like a like a release like it's like you can't and then you're in <laughs> huh. to describe it <laughs> but i mean after a minute or two it goes away and then and it's fine um interesting but it, it does hurt yes all right okay glad you cleared that one up <laughs> welcome anytime <laughs> it's been a long time though but <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time <laughs> Without my hymen, <laughs> and I'll tell you all about it, but I'll never see you again. <laughs> but I can't remember it. <laughs> I'd tell you all about it if I could remember it, you know. <laughs> well, unlike you, Andy's gonna remember this shit for the rest of her fucking life. Okay. I just remember the feeling. That's it. That's it. I don't remember where I was. Were you like? ow (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember any of that i just remember what it felt that's that's it i don't remember what i was doing what he was doing i don't remember where we were (laughs) i I can only imagine like tv was on or not (laughs) i can only imagine like a girl losing a virginity and the guy has a big peter and how bad (laughs) it might feel yeah it'd probably suck for a minute and then it would be good (laughs) and it would be very good (laughs) Especially if she, if it sucks for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we are now a full-blown sex podcast. <laughs> I hope my mommy's not listening now. <laughs> She's going to be like, Jamie. I'm like, what? Oh, my God. We talk about these things now. You find everything on the internet. This isn't abnormal. <laughs> I know. I get a little nervous if like people that we work with listen to this and get a different impression of who i am but i'm like whatever you are who you are what is that saying that i used to i use a lot um uh those that matter don't mind and those that do don't matter right yeah yeah i don't get it how does that relate those that matter don't mind those that matter don't mind mind what we're saying don't matter and those that don't mind don't matter, right? Is that what you said? Those that mind don't matter. The ones that are bothered by you, they don't matter. But the ones that matter don't care. That's oh, what I'm okay. 
That makes okay. sense. Okay. Nice. Can you slow it down anymore? No, that worked out perfectly. <laughs> okay. How about you, audience listeners? Do you guys follow me? You good? I know I'm a little hyper right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> why are you hyper? He's rubbing his eyes and I'm like wired and ready to go. It's like 1030 I've at night. A, I've had a long day, but yeah, no, I'm feeling your energy. I really good. am. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to, because I'm going to be every time we do these podcasts and then we're done, I go downstairs and stare at a wall for a while because I have so much energy. <laughs> And Carrie's usually asleep, and I'm like, <laughs> "You do that? You you hump the chair like that?" I'm just bouncing around, like, "Fuck! What am I gonna do? I'm gonna run in a circle. <laughs> I can't. I can't make any noise. I gotta be quiet. <laughs> I can't talk to anybody. So then I'm on my phone, and then I'm usually reading a book, and that usually chills me out. But I'm usually wired by the time we're done our podcast. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah. So he says he knows how important a first time is. And even with his tainted past, he'd really like to be the one to help make it a memorable evening. She says, when you talk like that, it makes me want to jump you. He says that quite a few times in this episode. I know. He really wants to jump Pacey. She's like, I really want to fuck you, but you are not wanting to fuck me back. We're so we're still at these fucking auditions. Mm hmm. And I was like, God, how long did they have the gym for after school? All afternoon. Or the auditorium, whatever they were at. So Dawson's frustrated. He says to have this dream of making this movie, to get the money to make it, and then realize that it still might not happen. And I said, calm the fuck down, Dawson. It's day one of your auditions. (laughs) Like, you're gonna find somebody. You gotta have some patience. (laughs) He's gotta have faith, faith, faith. (laughs) Yeah, like, (laughs) he's so like, he's like, gotta get it done. Gotta do it today. I wrote it. I'm not gonna fix it because I love what I wrote. I don't care about your opinion. We gotta get somebody in here now. We gotta, we gotta film it. We gotta do it, Jen. And Jen's like, whoa, what did I get myself into? And her hair just gets even higher. (laughs) (laughs) So Jen's like, just like in the script. And he asks her what she means. And Jen says, like, Joey, you're in love with her for 15 years. And when you're finally able to have her, you lose her. It's tragic. And he tells her the script isn't about Joey. And Jen says, And then we all give Dawson the face. <laughs> I know. We're all Jen in this moment. We're like, give me a break, Dawson. What do uh, you take us for, huh? <laughs> she says, your script reads like an autobiography. Like, you're so obvious. You should and... just write a book. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, he could have just named them Dawson and Joey. He's not um, good at the description part. He can only do dialogue. We've learned this. <laughs> yeah, his long uh, syl- syllabic. <laughs> is that a word? Syllabic. <laughs> I don't uh, think that's right. <laughs> drawn out. I don't dialogue. think that's right. No. <laughs> Whatever. I'm keeping it in. I don't care. Syllabic. <laughs> syllabic. We're making words today. This is this is us. Punani. Syllabic. <laughs> scrump. This is Creek Talkism 101. <laughs> exactly. We got our own we got our own shit going here. Our side yeah. our side gigs. We do our own stuff here. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> Coming up with new new uh words. That's that's what we do. <laughs> Because we're so cool. 
<laughs> We're so cool. We don't say cool. We say cool. Cool. <laughs> so yeah, Jen tells him his script is reading like an autobiography and Oh, so now Jen's feelings are hurt. She tells him she thought they had something too, but her role has been reduced to the first act. And he tells her that she was important to him more than she knows. And she says, can I ask you a question since we're friends now? And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. What's up, Jen? And she's like, what did you like about me? And he says, they had fun together. She opened him up to stuff. And he says, you were sexy. And she says, were? And he corrects himself and says, are. But you were right. He corrected He corrected uh, the past tense to present. Yes. So she tells him that Chris and Abby are right about the script. The two young lovers should do it. And he's annoyed. He says it's about the romance, not the sex. And he wanted to make the less obvious choice. So she tells him, who says sex can be romantic? <laughs> Look at your target audience. And uh, Jen says, that's funny when you think about it. If you hadn't gone for such an obvious choice in a girl, then the ending of the script might have been a little less obvious. And we're at Joey's now. She's putting well, before, her- before you move on. Yes, please continue. Jen, <laughs> she started to confuse me a little bit in this episode because was it me or was she giving Dawson eyes? Oh, yeah. To, like, come hither. Their whole relationship is confusing. Fucking confusing. She didn't she didn't want him last season, right? He wanted her. She didn't want him really. Um, she wanted to be on her own. And then when she saw somebody else interested in him, she wanted him back. And she didn't get that. So then she started to become like more uh like forward about it. Then yeah. she backs off and says, We're just friends. I don't want to ruin this. They kissed last episode. Yeah. And she said, No. I just want to be friends. And then this episode happens and I'm like, are, like so is she just trying to be like a friends of benefits type of thing? I don't That's even know. That's even more confusing. Maybe, but like, she's not very clear and I am definitely confused. I mean, well, it's not her. It's the like, writing. They like, yeah. that's what I mean about this season. Like did the actors read this stuff and get really annoyed at the writers and be like, what are you doing to my character? Like, I feel like I, figured out who they were and i understand like we all have to grow as the characters get older but like i feel like it's just a totally different i just don't know what Jen's who she is yeah i just i don't know what they're doing with her character with in regards to dawson because yeah he chases after her. they get <clears throat> together she breaks up with him or whatever and then yeah exactly right you know what i mean he moves on he starts seeing somebody else. She gets jealous, wants him back. He's like, no. And then now he's single and she like on again, off again, on again. I can't, I can't. Just I can't keep up with it. What do you want? Do you want him? Do you not want him? Do you just want to fuck him? Because that's what's about to happen. Oh, not yet. <laughs> well, no, but. I feel like she would. Like she'd have sex with him. Like at any, at any chance at this point. Well, probably. Jen also has been past the whole first time thing to her it's not a sacred act it's just yeah we'll she's fun yeah so yeah we're at least we're in agreement about this whole gen lonely thing I, yeah so i was i literally wrote down why is she giving dawson the eyes <laughs> she's, giving him eye. she's making eyes with him well and she's bringing it back to her again like she's like what did you like about me well like, yeah the first time i did me? that when i when you first listen to him like is she fishing and like then yeah. she's giving him eyes and i'm like Oh, no, no. This is this is trying to flirt. Why is she trying to flirt? But she didn't need to know what he liked about her because he was always so um, 
forward with her about his feelings and how he felt about her. Yeah. So to me, it's just her being a little insecure because she's or always been... segue to open that conversation between them. Yeah. Yeah. It could be that too. Oh, all of it. Yeah. She's very yeah. complex. She is. I don't like, don't get me wrong. I really, I really am enjoying her a lot. It's just the writers are very, very confusing right now. And it's a little much, you know? Um, so we are with Joey now at her house. Mm-hmm. She's um, pretty much Bob Ross at this point, getting all of her art <laughs> supplies together in her shack. <laughs> or Pappy. But no, more, more, more Bob Ross than, than Pappy. Who's Pappy? Nobody ever knows who Pappy is. <laughs> well, why'd you say it like I should have known? <laughs> Do you want to tell me who Pappy is? <laughs> Pappy is another artist from that like time. <laughs> <laughs> from the time. From another time. Anyways, Pappy Land was great. So if you're listening, <laughs> sir, I'm sorry. I thought you were dead. <laughs> Oh, he's a definite listener to us. This is how he's spending his retirement, listening to our podcast. He loves, he loves, he loves Dawson's Creek. He's drawing us right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we're at Joey's. She's getting her art supplies together. And Jack comes in in a towel and says, reporting for duty. Where do you want me? And she gets really nervous. And she tells him to pretty much sit wherever he fucking wants. Or she can move whatever works for you i'm like no you're so uncomfortable both of them are so uncomfortable with this like you're the one painting him where you need the light and everything so you need a specific spot for him you know sprawl out spread eagle on the floor jack that's where you should do (laughs) he's like really (laughs) why would jack be spread eagle (laughs) i don't know put your knees up high she just wants to see his butthole. <laughs> Do you need help shaving? I could probably no, no, no. Oh god, I should, I should take that out. That was gross. Yeah, um, we went we went too went far. Too far. <laughs> I'll leave that in. That was funny. <laughs> um. So he says he'll take the couch. And he tells her if she's uncomfortable, he can leave the towel on for a while and she can sketch around it. She says, it's fine. Like, take your towel off. I've seen a penis, I think. And he's like, all right. Then he goes and takes off his towel. She gets super nervous again and says, maybe leave the towel on. All right. So before we continue on with this scene, this is what kind of annoyed me. So why couldn't he just wear underwear? (laughs) Why couldn't he wear like flesh colored underwear? (laughs) Or because she needed to see his dick and balls. <laughs> I mean, okay. All right. Okay. She had but, to draw them. She needs to see them. <laughs> but it but it was so I'm sitting there watching this and I go, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> like, he comes in in a towel because he's naked underneath. He could have been like, look, I'll pose for you because I fucked up your painting or your drawing, but I'm gonna wear underwear. You just gotta use your imagination. There's like, why couldn't he do that? And anyway, when he's sitting there, he's sitting there with his knees like clenched to that. Like he has a vagina. You can't even see anything. (laughs) I know. I was like, what did she draw? (laughs) She didn't draw anything. His thigh. (laughs) Yeah. So it made no sense. They are totally lucky that Bessie didn't just like walk in. Where (laughs) is everybody? Like, I know. As soon as they walk in, they're like, bam. 
right She's there. looking for Naked guy on the couch. Little sister drawing him on, you know, on her easel. And she knows Jack. She works with Jack. So, like, walking in yeah, at her house, on her that? couch. And I've seen you Jack. naked now. You clean my kitchen. <laughs> right. You weird. Um, I'm, I'm glad you said the same thing, because I thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, she starts sketching, and he says, whoa, deja vu. This is like that scene from Titanic. And this is when she goes, oh, right. Except I'm Jack and you're Rose. <laughs> and he, <laughs> we already said it earlier. And he says, role reversal. I like it. <laughs> and he tells her if she thinks she's not going to make it, she can stop at any time. Like he's like stalling her. I, he's just nervous. He's trying to like make her feel comfortable, but it's just making her even more uncomfortable. She cuts him off and she says, maybe they just shouldn't talk. The model, uh, the other model just sat there and stared out the window. Um, but there's no windows in her room, so. Just look at the wall, like Can't I look. do, every night. <laughs> every Wednesday night. <laughs> wait, wait, Jane, every night you just look at the wall? <laughs> Sorry. Only when I can't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, she tells him that since they're starting to get to know each other, uh, this has made her slightly uncomfortable. And he says, just imagine how comfortable we're going to be after tonight. <laughs> that was an awkward sentence that he spit out. Very, very. I was like, shut up, Jack. Like, as soon as he said that, Joey freaks. Yeah, like, she she's like, okay, this isn't going to work. I can't do this. Nope, nope, yep. can't do it. <laughs> yeah, she says all this stuff and... She says she thinks it's best for him to go home. And he's like, well, what about your sketch? Like, he's, he doesn't even get it. He's like, well, what about the sketch? And she says she'll just fudge it. I'm like, well, if you could have fudged it this whole time, why is he at your house? And uh, he's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, Jack, she's fucking sure. She said, like, take a hike. And she turns suddenly and she knocks over her easel. And uh, he goes and gets up to, like, catch it. And then we see the towel drop and she like looks over and she sees his dick and um, she like looks away real quick. Cause she's like, Oh my God, I just seen one up close and personal. <coughs> and then he grabs her, like her sketch pad or whatever and hides himself. And I'm like, too late now. Um, <laughs> she's already seen your berries. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, might as well stay now. And then there was a like, commercial break and we cut, we come back and we see her sketching him and I was, it looks like she's almost done the drawing. And mm-hmm. we just see him laying on the couch naked. And he's like, how's it coming along? And she says, uh, it. And then she apologizes and says, it's, it's coming along fine. I was like, well, they had to make a dick joke. Um, he asks her how she's doing. And she says, surprisingly well, it feels like an accomplishment because this is something most people would assume Joey wouldn't be able to do. And he says, well, what do you mean? She says, you see how I live. I don't get out much. And my life just seems kind of plain sometimes. And he asks if that bothers her. And she says, sometimes. But art has taught me to take chances that I'm doing something special just for me. And <laughs> he says, it feels dangerous. Art is about a world of uncertainty. Uncertainty. It can be scary. And sure. she says, I know. It was such a weird conversation. And she's like, <laughs> what scares you? And he, and he goes, sex. I was like, Even what? can I just say, and hopefully our listeners agree, but I love your like rendition. 
Oh, my terrible like impersonation. Your impersonation is fantastic. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Pacing. <laughs> what are uh, you doing? <laughs> uh, but I'm Jack and you're Rose. <laughs> I kept I kept repeating that last night after she said it. Cause I was like, she said it's so funny. Back to you, Bob. Back to you, Bob. <laughs> um so yeah after he says sex is what scares him he gives her like the creepiest fucking look i've ever seen um then we see jen coming out of her house drinking tea because she's mature and cool she's got a coffee mug in her hand you notice that like (laughs) or is near her or something when she's home you know what i mean uh the what is it an episode or two ago she was sitting on the floor doing her homework how uncomfortable it was and she had a mug sitting next to her her notebook on the floor like she's always got a mug of something she's sophisticated she's sophisticated pinkies up She's like, I'm going to make myself some hot tea right now. Um, she sees Dawson moping on the dock and she goes down to meet him. She puts her coat on and everything. So I was like, oh, it must have been really cold out. Cut to Pacey and Andy are on the, are on their date. Back to Joey and Jack. She asks him why he's afraid of sex. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just before we get into that scene? I love that she randomly decides to put on her jacket. So she's got her her mug of whatever. Tea, I know, she's hot just chocolate, on the porch. Soda, and she steps out on a screened-in porch that is completely exposed to the elements, <laughs> like as far as the cold's concerned. Yeah. Doesn't think to actually put on a coat until she goes to a see what Dawson's doing. Yeah. Well, what did you she's walk like, out on the porch for? Just for like a second to breathe some fresh air? And like, okay, it's too cold, I'm going in. She's like, I got to feel some coldness while I drink my hot tea. Oh, wait. It's really it's too, chilly out. It's too cold. It's too cold. No. Excuse me. It's too hot in Graham's house. If I'm going to drink this tea, I need to be out cold. <laughs> this is working. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I think I understand you perfectly. Okay. As long as somebody does. Oh, my God. I think sometimes I need my own translator to understand myself. So I mean, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. <laughs> so <Looking out. laughs> that's what I'm here for. So, um, yeah, back to Joey and Jack. And she asked him why he's afraid of sex. And she's like, first time anxiety. And he says, no, he's not a virgin. Wait, wait, and did we miss Pacey and Andy's first date, their date night? No, that's all. They only show them in the restaurant and then they cut back to Jack and Joey. Oh, you just said it really fast that I didn't hear it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like this episode was just like, bam, bam, bam. It was like, like glimpses. You only got like maybe five or six seconds of something and then it yes. was gone. <laughs> it was like a bad first lay. That's what it was. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. And it's done. <laughs> Sometimes you only get the one bam. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes and you're like that's all it was and you're lucky if you got that <laughs> well when you know you know no i'm just kidding not, not all of us can be that lucky jamie <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh we're nuts today <laughs> so she asks him if he's had sex a lot and he's like uh well, one two four uh once i've had it once and I was like, classic sex joke. Yeah, I, I like that one. Mm-hmm. And now we cut back to Dawson and Jen. And he tells her he's really lucky to have her as a friend. And he's like, I wouldn't have been able to get through those auditions without you. 
uh, like I really wouldn't have been able to like you I'm so lucky for you Jen like I'm so lucky for you and she's like that's my job and he's so overdramatic and he's like it was above and beyond the call of duty Jen like it was above your producing skills were above and beyond like above and beyond and he says for all the times that they listened to the lines being read she must have had it committed to memory So she says if he gets really desperate, then she could be his leading lady. And he says, uh, maybe she should have. And she says, should have what? And he says, been my leading lady. She's got like this mark on her face too. Like, so, um, what should I have been? (laughs) Should I have what? What are you going to say? Let's talk about me again. Yeah. Let's bring this back to me so I can flirt with you. Right. (laughs) She's like, should have been what? Been my leading lady. You think? Sometimes, most of the time. Now we're back with Joey. Joey asks Jack <laughs> if it was scary, and he tells her, "Yeah, it was pretty scary." And she says, "Well, I haven't, I haven't even done it, and it terrifies me." And he tells her that it's not that it was so scary; that was part of it. But he can't explain what he's trying to say because he's Jack McPhee. He says she found his character flaw, and she says, "Describe it, like just." describe it (laughs) and i was like really like just this i mean i guess so jen is telling dawson that she understands that he has this notion that if he doesn't let his characters uh act on their desires then he's making a riskier choice but that's not real life so he tells her but that's so obvious the story is much stronger if the characters resist their lust i'm like what is he talking about like this whole fucking conversation is so annoying i was like uh, why are we still talking about these characters not having sex it's so annoying so has he not made a decision yet (laughs) yeah like just fuck i'd be like if i was jen i'd be like dawson look as your producer who's not financing anything on your film (laughs) i'm just gonna give you a little bit of criticism you gotta fix the script because it makes absolutely no sense that you're writing a teenage love story and there's absolutely no sex in it at all. What do you think people w- want to go to watch in a movie? People not have sex? It'll, it, it'll make people go sit in the theaters and watch it. Like, give me a break. They're just going to have all this angst. Yeah. Pen up angst until they're like, you know, humping their fucking mattress at night because they're or not they're having sex. They're... <laughs> <laughs> or that. <laughs> Oh, so she says again that it's not real. True love is always fueled by lust. And people who care that much about each other will sooner or later end up having sex. And I was like, uh, wink to Dawson and Jen. Even mm-hmm. people who don't care that much. She says intent and motive is what makes sex so interesting. And she says, why do people have sex? They're in love. That's obvious. Who cares? But they're in lust. That's more interesting. And she tells them maybe he should think about it appeal to the audience that's what the kids want right yeah orgasms lots yeah. of orgasms <laughs> yeah who doesn't like an orgasm <laughs> i certainly do so now we're with jack and he's like you really want to know what it, what it's like and she's like not the gory details the feeling of it maybe describe it as art <laughs> first of all what why would she ask a man i know but it feels like to have sex jamie i said it's it's not gonna make any sense to her because she's gonna have a totally different feeling completely different experience it was such a weird conversation okay (laughs) so (laughs) this is what he says (laughs) 
Oh my god, it's a mouthful too. Oh, I know. I he started speaking, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, I was what like, kind of "Sexual experience? Did you have, sir?" <laughs> yeah, I'd love to know it too. I was like, "What? <laughs> what girl did he fuck that this is what made made him feel this way?" <laughs> he says, "At first, it's just a jumble of emotions. It's hard to pinpoint. It's kind of like an expressionistic painting. You know, if you get comfortable with it, it's like the first time you see Van Gogh's Starry Night." It's the same sky you've always seen, but everything's different, bigger, more passionate. The blues, the yellows, the swirling stars, everything has feeling, movement, even the colors seem alive. Cut to was, cut to Joey, and she's was like, "Was he on acid?" I know he took LSD. <laughs> <laughs> he got so fucked up. What do you that mean? Fact. The colors had feelings, or whatever. He I said. don't know. <laughs> Jenny Bix. He was drugged. This man did not her. have sex. He was drugged. <laughs> I know. I know. Show us who the person was, Jack. Picks or it didn't happen. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just, I'm just saying. You're an artist, Jack Drawler, right now. He certainly knows a lot about art, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, he does. He really does. Very, very knowledgeable. Yeah, he is. Um, but at the same time, they cut, they keep cutting the Joey, and she's like this. She's like, <sighs> like she's getting all like excited, and her like head's like, like she's feeling it, like she understands what Jack's saying. It's and- not as scary, and that sounds amazing. And sounds like Joey needs some LSD. <laughs> she's- <laughs> She's starting to get tingly feelings in her pants. And she's like, (laughs) what is happening? Is this what it, what it feels like to have sex with a painting? (laughs) And we're like, I think so. I peed myself a little. (laughs) (laughs) So next time you're at the art museum, stand in front of Van Gogh's Starry Night and see if you can just come just staring at it. (laughs) (laughs) We are so nuts today. Because it's such a silly episode. Oh so, my god! Well, everything's about sex in this episode, so oh I god. guess this just we're relating happen. to it, Jamie. We're relating to it. I just Hopefully can't relate. You guys to are it. relating to it too. I just can't relate to Jack's sexual experience. His first sexual. No, this is his first can. sexual experience. Okay, I'm telling you, he was drugged. This is not <laughs> your first sexual experience. Somebody slipped him a roofie. Yeah. He, yeah. it's not even funny but he passed out in a club somewhere funny. and jerked off on the floor in front of everybody that's what he did yeah he, <laughs> he was he was on drugs thought he was having sex but really just exposing himself in the bathroom <laughs> there, people are still talking about it. they're like remember that guy who jerked off in front of everybody on lsd <laughs> he looked like he was having a good time yeah i mean good for him the blues the yellows the swirling stars Everything has feeling, movement, even the colors seem alive. It's like, like an acid trip. <laughs> it's like lying on Monet's water lilies. It's the warmth of a Georgia O'Keeffe flower wrapped around you, feeling everything so intensely. It's the power and strength of a day god dancer. It's the passion of Munch's scream. And then the phone rings and he's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and he like, came all over joey's couch or he just had a boner i couldn't decide what it was i, th- I think he just had a boner. I, I wrote jack explains sex question mark and gets a woody okay 
All right. Then he had, yeah, then he had a boner. All right. I think he got, I think because he was thinking about it and his experience, he started pop like pitching a tent. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. then, you know, he realized what was happening. It was like, crap, I got to cover myself up. But it was, he could have made that so less obvious because the phone rings and Joey looks over. And instead of acting the way he did, all he had to do is just grab the, the, towel or whatever and just cover himself and just like because the way he was sitting he could have like hit himself a little bit but i was yeah. like wow jack he like he so panicked he yeah <laughs> he panicked he certainly did <laughs> he's like fuck yeah no <laughs> he was like joey look down now <laughs> she's like ah <laughs> think of scary things think of scary things <laughs> She's like, that's what a boner looks like. My grandma in her underwear. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, the boss in a tutu. I don't know. (laughs) He's like Joey Potter. (laughs) 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 Oh boy. Um. All right. So now we're with Pacey and Andy and he is taking her to a bed and breakfast and he's leading her blindfolded. So she asks where she is. And he mentions that, uh, well, dummy, we just had ate at a French restaurant and we took a stroll down uh, along the docks. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> and she's like, if you take these blindfolds off of me and we're at a bed and breakfast, you're dead. And he says, well, dispose of my remains now. She says she doesn't know whether whether to be touched or terrified. And he says, this night was not designed to reach the verdict of doing it. Uh, he just wanted to give her her fantasy evening. They can save doing it for another time. It's all a step-by-step process. And I was like, well, that's gentlemanly, you know. Uh, that is very gentlemanly, but also untrue. <laughs> I know he wanted to fuck her. It was like <laughs> I wouldn't spend all this goddamn money on a French <laughs> restaurant that they showed us in for five seconds just to cut to Jack having a boner to me not ha- being able to fuck you in a sex scene. <laughs> I completely appreciate Pacey for not being pushy Overstone. in any way, and you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I can totally. I love him for it, but come on, you did the dinner thing, you got the B and B thing because you had a hope. Then maybe you might get lucky. Just maybe. But maybe. So don't say, don't say that that wasn't your intent because that was your intent. But totally fantastic that you would never put that pressure on her. So would you say Pacey can be manipulative in this moment? I was torn on this because yes and no. <laughs> All right. Because you remember our biggest debate ever on this. I know. Podcast. I know. And now that you pointed it out, like, how do you how do you like reconcile that you know what i mean because he could be taken as being manipulative he's aware that every time he says something sweet she wants to jump him is he using that right. or is this yeah. genuine you know like this is his genuinely wanting to do this for her and i, I feel like he's also a very genuine person too so does he walk that line between being a genuine person who wants to do this stuff and being like a little hopeful that he might get lucky I think Pacey Witter knows what he's doing. Right. I think he's malicious about it. But yeah, I I don't either. I think, and like, I think it's true. Every time he he pushes away from her, it just makes her even more fucking wetter. And she's like, oh my God, I need to change my panties. 
and you haven't even been in them yet. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So she tells him that she really wants to do this and he's really special to her, but she doesn't think she can do this now. She says there's so much going on that he doesn't even know about that she can't even begin to tell him. And she starts to freak out a little bit and she says she can't do this. She's like, I can't do this. I can't do it. I can't do it, Pacey. And he's like, I just told you we don't have to do this. And, you know, he holds her and he tells her it's okay. Don't worry. It's no big deal. They can wait. And he says, don't be upset. She has no idea how much she's done for him just by being in his life. And he tells her she makes him feel like there's hope for his pathetic existence. He's like, maybe that'll get me at least a blowjob. (laughs) (laughs) And she says, you know what, Winter? You make me want to do it. (laughs) I was like, shut up. And then they start kissing. Now, Dawson's having issues rewriting his script. He's laying in his bed, which he looks super comfortable in, I have to tell you. And he's writing a script. He pulls out a picture of Joey and his bedside table, like he has hidden, I guess, for his like jack off material. And And he he needs to walk his dog. Yeah. He's like, I feel like we need a warning label for this episode. (laughs) Fuck that. I already, I already put him on Buzzsprout that uh, it has explicit content. Then perfect. Never mind. We don't need anything more warning than that. <laughs> like, if you're like a child listening to this, then your parents need to monitor your stuff. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't believe in warnings, okay? I don't believe in that kind of stuff, Jamie. I was born in 1980. We never had warnings. <laughs> I used to drive in a fucking truck with a couch in the back of it when I was a kid. I don't even know what a seatbelt was. <laughs> I grew up in Those a house. The good with, old days. I grew up in a house with eight kids. Sometimes I had to sleep under the bed because I didn't have enough room for myself. I had to pick food out of the trash because we were so that's, poor. That's, that's fucked up. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> okay. Moving on. <laughs> we're all traumatic now. Did I expose too much? <laughs> um, so you understand why I need therapy. <laughs> so yeah, he looks at this picture of Joey that looks like it, like a stock photo of her. And uh, he, he highlights everything on his laptop and he deletes it. And then he types in uh, www.pornhub.com. And uh, he's, he finds the most hottest, sexiest porno he can find. And he throws that picture of Joey away and he just starts going to town on himself. And all of that is a lie, my friends. (laughs) I know Pornhub wasn't even, didn't even exist back then. It did just not on the internet. Well, I don't know about maybe. (laughs) I'm sure he was downloading some kind of JPEG. (laughs) (laughs) Jack is getting ready to leave Joey's and he apologizes and she tells him it's okay. Stuff happens. But not stuff like that in the Potter living room, right? Is that what she says? Yeah, something like that. There's like yeah. so much embarrassment between between them right this minute because of his Woody. <laughs> I know. I'd be like, well, you saw it. Like, what do you want me to do? And uh, <laughs> he asks her if this is going to screw things up with them. And he says he didn't want to bring sex into their evening. He was only trying to help her. And... um but he did bring sex into it because he fucking talked about it all the whole night. Yeah. Um, he tries to explain himself, but can't get the words out. He says, here we go again. My social flaw. And she tells him they both came in with the noblest of intentions. But at the end of the day, they're both human. She says, it's obvious there's something between them. 
And then she starts to like fumble on our words and she can't get it out. And she, she asks him if his social flaw is contagious. He says he was so naive to think this was a good idea. And she says she takes full responsibility. It was her fault. She asked to hear about his first sexual experience on LSD by himself. And <laughs> he says, that's true. It is your fault. And she says, tonight was a big step in the life of little Joey Potter. She didn't feel so little tonight. She says she just bit off a tad too much. And he tells her that she was just being curious. She says, for all the big words and not wanting to hear the gory details, I guess I'm just wrestling with my hormones like everyone else. He tells her if she ever wants to explore her curiosity, he's available. And Jack, real smooth. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, what else can he possibly do at this point? I mean, he's been naked right. in front of her. He explained everything he explained. And she saw him at full, what is it called? Full mass? Is that what you saw? Was it full mass or was it half mass? Maybe it was just a little chubber. I don't know. The way he reacted, um, I think he 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 was on the you think verge he was of like full blown, ready to go. Yeah, but how did he not notice it happening? I don't know. Not. You're the guy. You tell me. <laughs> I mean, I know what I'm getting a boner. <laughs> I'm like, not now. Come on, get down. <laughs> I was talking to the cat. <laughs> perfect (laughs) that's totally funny (laughs) come on get down (laughs) so she says first you're a model now you're a tour guide and he says i'm just a guy who finds it really hard not to want to hold you and touch you and i hadn't realized that until tonight when it was forbidden and she says well you have your clothes on now and he says so you're saying it's not forbidden and she says no it's just not as scary And they're getting closer and closer to each other. And he says he thinks that two scared people will cancel each other out. Then they kiss. They show the sketch of him naked. And I wrote, yet there's no peen. (laughs) Nope, no peen. But then again, I don't think that they would show that on TV anyway. So no, I don't think so either, obviously. But but I guess in this case, he really could have worn like briefs. (laughs) Right. That's what I was trying to say. But it made sense. Um, we cut to Jen sleeping with the teddy bear and we see Dawson climbing into her bedroom window and she wakes up because there's an intruder in her, in her bedroom. Now he intruder alert, intruder alert. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, she... <laughs> I'm getting crazy. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's like, Dawson, is that, is that a, wait, <laughs> well, this is a switch. <laughs> I'm trying to think what could be in his pocket that she would, that she would like. Dawson, is that a roll of quarters? Or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> He's like, it's a roll of quarters. Um, didn't you ask me to go do laundry with you? <laughs> Come on, let's go. It's midnight. I know. It's perfect time for the laundry man. It's midnight for her. It's like normal time for everyone else because everyone else is still awake, like making out. And he tells her he's been thinking about what she said about motive and intent and love versus hurt versus lust versus distraction. And she says, end. And he leans in and he kisses her. And he says, don't ask my motive. And she says, I know better. And then they kiss again. And these now kisses we're... were steamy. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty hot. They were pretty good. Yeah, these were like some steamy kisses. <laughs> steamy kisses. <laughs> um, steamy. My glasses fogged up. I needed some <laughs> defogger. Your <laughs> glasses fogged up while you're watching <laughs> You're like, what's happening? <laughs> Why can't I see? 
God. You just realize you're like standing in front of like the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> I got to cool down. Hot. <laughs> uh, now we're back with Pacey and Andy and they're laying on bed. He's like on top of her. They're kissing and he stops because he tells her he doesn't want to do this. He says he wants to do the right thing, but he says they're just not ready for this. And she says, but she might be ready. Now she's getting all like nervous because she's like, maybe I want to have sex. And he says, at the risk of sounding like a really cheesy after school special, she'll know when she's ready. He doesn't want to fall back on old do now think later Pacey Witter approach. God damn it. I don't know how they got these lines out when they were filming this because it is so hard to say. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. Sally sells seashells at the seashore. Listen, I would never be able to do this. I'd be tongue-tied, twisted, and backwards. I'd be like, I can't. My words, they're broken. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's just so much stuff. He tells her the really risky thing for him is to not have sex. That way, he'll have a shot at a real relationship. And I get it. Yeah. He doesn't want to rush into it, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So she says, there you go again, PC. Just making me want to do it even more. And now we're back with Jack and Joey. They're making out in their American Eagle plaid shirts on the couch. Um, we go, we cut back to Dawson and Jen. They're rolling around in her bed and she's got that big flannel pajama set on and he's fully clothed. And we, and the teddy bears in the mix somewhere. So they're having a threesome. <laughs> and even, see- Jack, even Jen and Dawson's make out is like steamy. Yeah, they all were, I thought. And Jack, they're all steamy. They all were. You're right. Every single one of them was steamy. My glasses are a little, a little, you know, foggy. <laughs> they they're getting foggy again. I can see. I can tell. We're not even yeah. watching it. <laughs> it's so, all recollection. Can you can you draw this episode by your re- recollection by remembering? <laughs> No, that's a negative ghostwriter. Poppy Land did not do me that well. <laughs> did not learn enough. Nice callback. <laughs> oh my God. So we see Pacey uh, at one point. He said, I'm, let me just take you home. And we see them walk out of the bed and breakfast. And they're like walking down an alley or something. And they start walking together. And we get a to be continued. They're all smiles, too. They're all, like, happy. And it's because they did the dirty. No, none of them did. Did Wait, did they? Some I don't remember. Did. The next episode is when they all, when we find out who. Well, I know it's not. Then Pacey and Andy did this the, on this episode. They did. Okay. We'll find out next episode. I'm doing process of elimination. Because I know Dawson didn't have sex yet. And neither did Joey and Jack. So it's going to be... Pacey and Andy, but we'll leave that to your uh, what discretion? I don't know. I guess we'll let you guys. Well, we won't <laughs> let you do shit because we'll go over it next week <laughs> in full detail. Um, <laughs> next episode is called "Sex She Wrote," so I guess we'll find out. We will about find out Pacey and Andy's first time. <laughs> Who did the deed? Oh, while they're no. in detention or something, they're in a classroom. <laughs> Oh, wait, I think I remember it. It's I don't know if it's detention or some kind of project or something. It's Abby and Chris, like, causing chaos, right? Yeah, basically. Naturally. 
So if I am doing process of elimination and Pacey and Andy did have sex and we don't find out till next week, then Pacey got what he wanted by manipulating his girlfriend into having sex with him because he knew the more he said he didn't want to do it, the more she would want to do it. So Pacey's a dog and he knows exactly (laughs) what he's doing. Okay. Why do you like me? Why do you want to be with me? I'm a loser, Andy. I sleep with teachers. Get bad. I have a tainted past. (laughs) Why do you want to be with me? Pacey, I just like you because you're smart and you're talented and you're good with numbers and you can touch my vagina perfectly without inserting your fingers. It just is how it works. (laughs) I don't know. I just like it when you bend over. Okay, Pacey, I like your butt. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Pacey's, Pacey's, do you think Pacey's like suffering from toxic masculinity? Pacey? (laughs) Yeah. I think Pacey is completely happy with his restaurant and his Joey Potter girlfriend that lives in New York with him or wherever they are. At that I don't point. think they're together anymore. What? Really? No, yeah. I think they were getting married. They were going all the way. They were happy. Ever I think after. they probably got married, but they got divorced. I don't think so. I think she couldn't put up with his like crybaby like antics. He gets better. I mean, I unless he's unless he's successful. Together forever. Wait, wait. <laughs> unless he's successful, what are you trying to say? Joey's a great a gold digger now. No, I mean it's only gonna work if you if you got a successful occupation. <laughs> no, if he's successful and happy and he's not feeling like such a um pathetic loser. Because well, he isn't by the end of the show. He's got a successful business. <laughs> That's he's it. got the girl he's always wanted. i was thinking about the end of the season because he gets caught sleeping with some man's wife and it's a whole thing he gets beat up a little bit (laughs) he gets kind of jumped but uh no i mean yeah he's got his restaurant that's a successful business and then joey comes back and she's got her thing and then they're all happy ever after all smoochies and you know whatever so i want to say they're gonna live forever together and be happily ever after they're my hea okay i will uh determine my opinion when we record the final episode of creek talk a dawson's creek podcast we'll see if mine changes it's not gonna change (laughs) i know you're so like hell bent on it so (laughs) you're like i'm standing my ground about pacey wetter (laughs) jc forever (laughs) i'm a den fan forever (laughs) jandy forever Is that what they called them? Jandy? Andy and Pacey. JC? No. No, that's Pacey and Joey. Andy and Pacey. Pandy, right? I think we talked about this Pandy makes sense because I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) No, I think we talked about this before. I don't really, really good with these like ship names. I know. We talked about it before. Yeah. So I, what did you think? Did you... Like, did you like it? I mean, we said it in the beginning. I already gave my opinion. I thought it was a lot of back and forth and it was hard taking notes this episode, but I appreciated it for what it was. I remember it very differently because <laughs> I haven't seen this episode in forever. I liked it. It is a lot at once with the bouncing back and forth, but we've got three different timelines that are happening at the same time. So I understand the flip. Yeah. It's aesthetically while watching it, 
it's fine. Taking notes on it to try to break it down and discuss it, it's a little bit of a nightmare. <laughs> a little bit. Um, but, but no, I, I liked it for what it was, for sure. Yeah, I, I like I, I like that there that we're getting more. Um, mm, what am I trying to say? I like the evolution of their relationships together. Yes, because I know that eventually Jack is gonna not be with Joey anymore. But I honestly don't remember this whole thing with Jen and Dawson making out in bed together. I really don't remember it. I think uh-huh. he needed a muse, some inspiration. How can he write a sex scene if he's never? had that experience um, that's true that's a good point it's a very good point maybe jen's just trying to be his muse and she's like listen dawson i know you've never had any sexual experience i have we find each other attractive if you need help i'll be your muse come <laughs> meet me tonight in my bedroom he's like cool you don't ask me what my motive is and meanwhile she's like uh i know what your motive is dawson it's because you need this for your fucking movie <laughs> anyway we will continue this next week but in the meantime why don't you tell everybody where they can find your bookstagram yes i am at j lynn underscore book lover beautiful (laughs) and if you want to follow us on instagram you can go to at creek talk podcast and on twitter at creek talk pod and if you want to send us an email we are accepting those as well at creektalkpodcast at gmail.com. Send us a note or a letter or tell us how you think we're doing. Uh, anything, really. And if you want, maybe we'll read it in our next episode. Um, we can keep it anonymous if you're, like, embarrassed about it. Yeah. Tell us how you relate to the show in some way or, or us or anything. We, we would love to hear it. And you can also rate us on itunes and on spotify best update ever (laughs) i know we have 13 people who rated us already (gasps) i was like 13 people rated us it's kind of amazing that's amazing (laughs) so um yeah rate us on spotify it's a really cool feature that they have now i really appreciate it but we would appreciate it we definitely would yeah so go ahead and do that we hope everybody has a happy new year a great 2022 and we're going to try to stick with our quote unquote resolutions. I hate that word. We're going to try. We're going to try and see how that goes within the next year. And, you know, everybody stay safe in this crazy pandemic right now and just be happy. <laughs> we know it's hard. I know. We, we have faith in you. But yeah, we'll see you next week, everybody. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Creek talk, talking about the